Hey guys, it's Adam coming to you live from New York City in the Drunk Gossip Studios. And, yes, it's late again. Um, I, you know, I just love bringing you these late episodes. Um, it's about 1.30 in the morning. Um, I was talking with Will earlier. We're, um, we're definitely doing the test run for the Drunk Gossip vlog. Um... That's going to happen sometime this week. Um, basically, it's just to see how I look on camera. Because if I look fat, y'all can't see that. I'll, like, put on one of those masked singer disguises or something. <laughs> It'll be like the masked Ed. Um. <laughs> okay. Um... He and I will um, talk more tomorrow face-to-face. Um, and by tomorrow, I, I mean Sunday. Don't don't get technical with me. It's one one thirty in the morning. Technicalities just don't work for me. Um, also, I just want to announce that I am going to be hosting a radio show. Um, I'm working out some of the details. Right now, there's going to be some music. There's going to be some um, live segments. So I will let you know more about that when when that time comes. <clears throat> I'm a busy, busy person. I don't even know how I managed to do this all. Um, anyways, speaking of busy, busy people, Monique is busy pissing people off. <clears throat> now, if you don't recall, last year we talked about her. Um... Monique was irritated that Amy Schumer and um, Louis C.K. and someone else um, were getting millions and millions of dollars to do comedy specials. And they went to her and offered her a measly 500000 I mean, how could they? How do they expect her to live on $500,000? I mean, really. Um, and, and at the time, and even now I still say, like, she should have taken it. Because she's not popular. Yes, she's an Academy Award winner. But she has burned every bridge in Hollywood... And now she's just burned one more with Whoopi Goldberg. Um, so basically, um, after the whole Netflix controversy blew up, she went on The View. And she says that um, basically they didn't treat her right. Um, she's super duper pissed. That um, Whoopi Goldberg didn't just jump right to her side. Um, Whoopi said, "If if you had called me, I could have schooled you on what was expected." And Monique says, "When you have a woman saying I could have schooled you, someone would say, what was the schooling going to be?' When I look at this woman." 
you say is our icon and our legend, she is. But how many things has Whoopi Goldberg executive produced? Whoopi Goldberg has always been the help, and I say that humbly. So what is it that you're going to school me on? I've been doing it for almost 30 years. Okay, sweetie, you may have been doing it for almost 30 years, but Whoopi Goldberg, first of all, there's no question that woman is a goddess. Um, I believe... And I could be wrong, but I, I believe that she's an executive producer of The View. Um, she was a producer on her own sitcom. Um, she executive produced um, the Broadway musical um, Why Am I Blanking Out on the Name of the um, Sister Act? I keep, I kept wanting to call it the nun, and I knew that wasn't right. Um, the musical Sister Act. I believe she was also an executive producer for um, a couple of the movies. But even if she wasn't, Whoopi has been in this business for longer than most of us have been alive. So she knows her way around, and she knows how Hollywood works. Maybe listen to her. Maybe listen to what she has to say. Because she knows. And, you know, when Monique tried to bring up, um, will be accepting Ted Danson and blackface and things like that, that's irrelevant, okay? You don't have to agree with her. And that's fine. Her job is literally to talk to people every single day who do not agree with her. But what also is true is just because you don't agree with her doesn't mean she doesn't know something about the entertainment business. Monique needs to sit her ass down, either accept the $500,000 that Netflix offered her, or move the fuck on. That's all there is to it. She's not funny. She's not interesting. And frankly... Her dragging this out and creating even more of a firestorm is why nobody wants to work with her. It's why Lee Daniels doesn't want to work with her. Now, people keep saying, oh, you know, Lee Daniels is a douchebag, whatever, blah, blah, blah. No, he doesn't want to work with her because she's difficult to work with. She was supposed to promote Precious and she refused because they didn't want to pay her more money. Honey... You you wanted them to put you up for an Academy Award. You wanted them to make you look good. And if that movie had done better, and if you had been nicer, your career wouldn't be in the toilet. I'm going to go and I'll be right back. And I'm back. So we haven't talked about Demi Lovato in a hot minute. So let's talk some Demi Lovato. Um, last we checked in with her, um, she was a hot mess. Um, she had just overdosed, um, and there were just a ton of stories coming out about what happened. Well, fast forward, um, she's sharing on Instagram that she's six months sober. Um, it doesn't seem like she's in a bunch of a hurry to 
make a comeback in Hollywood, which is fine. Um, you know, she's probably made enough, more than enough money that she can live comfortably for the rest of her life. I mean, let's be real here. This is a woman who is incredibly popular. Um, she was a Disney, she was part of the Disney family. Um, she has a lot of hit records. And so there's a good chance that she really doesn't need to work anymore. Um, she could probably live off the royalties alone for the rest of her life. <clears throat> um, and, you know, if if the time ever comes and she needs to write a book or something, she actually has a story to tell, and I think that would be interesting. Um, but as of right now, she's not announced that she's not coming back. She just hasn't. Um... But there's a there's a little bit of a twist here. For months now, Auntie Lawyer from Crazy Days and Nights has been insinuating um, that Demi's not surrounding herself with the best of people. He says that her new boyfriend slash sober coach actually uses every chance he gets. Um, he also alleges that Um, um, today in one of his blind items, he, he also alleges that, um, she's using and she has not been sober for as long as she says she has. This is not a surprise. And I, I want to be very clear about this. Sobriety is not something that, um, happens in one take. There are setbacks. There are... Um, I'm trying to find a way to word this where it doesn't seem like I'm bashing her. I'm not, because addiction runs in my family, and I understand how this works. You know, uh, falling off the wagon is a completely normal part of recovery. Um, one of my exes slash friends-ish... I don't don't know exactly what to call them. Like, we talk, but it's more like we talk on Facebook. Um, He's gone through it. I'm not a strong enough person to deal with an addict. That's just who I am. Um, And that, that could be a topic for later. But for now, just know that the guy, like, is not an addict. He's actually has his life together, and is a wonderful human being. Um, But, back to Demi. If she's not sober, I don't think she needs to be telling people she is. You know, when she released the song last March, Sober, it was a, a really nice way of letting people know, hey, this is the thing that happens, like, it's okay that you that you fell off the wagon, as long as you pick yourself back up and get back on that wagon and try again, um, of course, there is, there is, um, 
a belief, at least on MT Lawyer's part, that she doesn't want to be sober. She doesn't want to, um, which basically she doesn't want to live. She's just trying to make it to her 27th birthday when she can overdose and join the 27 Club. Um, for those of you that don't know, the 27 Club is a very rare and special group of artists. Um, I think it includes um, River Phoenix, Amy Winehouse, um, hold on. You know, you can just literally hear Will screaming at me that I need to have production notes for this sort of stuff. But, alright, so here we go. Brian Jones, Jimi Hendrix, Janis Joplin, and Jim Morrison. Um, also included is uh, Kurt Cobain. Uh, let's see, anyone else? There was someone more recent than Kurt Cobain. I I'm pretty sure Amy Winehouse is in here somewhere. Um, Aaron Hernandez. Uh, anyway, so you get the point. Um. And so Indy Lawyer says that she really wants to be part of it. I hope that's not true. I really do. Um, But sadly, I think it is. I'm going to go and I'll be right back. And I'm back. So, as a young gay growing up in Michigan, I loved watching the Oscars. Yes, this is a drunk, drunk award segment. Um... But, you know, there was just something really cool about doing that. Um, Mostly because I love watching the musical performances. Um, I remember watching Celine Dion perform My Heart Will Go On. Um, Um... I want to say that Madonna won, or she performed, um, You Must Love Me, because that wasn't always part of Evita. I think that was added in just for the movie, and then they adapted it for the musical. Yeah, it it won. And, I mean, just those performances. Um, Or, more recently, when Lady Gaga did The Sound of Music um, melody, uh, it was just after, like, she went really bizarre and weird, and she was trying to re rehab her image 
And so she she went on the Oscars and did this beautiful melody reminding people that she's really super talented. Um, Well, this year, they want to cut those out except for two. Um, One is the song from Black Panther, um, All the Stars. By Kendrick Lamar in Zaw, or however the hell you say her name, and Shallow featuring the aforementioned Lady Gaga. And here's here's the thing. Um, up until now, we've talked mostly about winning the awards, and we're going to talk about that for one second here. It makes it seem like those are the only two that are actually in the running for Best Original Song. There are five. And I think that all five need to be performed. Um, I know that the Oscars are trying to make sure that they keep the runtime under three hours. But without a host, you need some kind of hook to keep people interested. It's why the Grammys are ever popular. It's why there's the Billboard Music Awards. There are so many music awards now, people. Um, they're just a quick off the top of my head. The music awards go Grammys, um, Billboard Music Awards, American Music Awards, Country Music Awards. I'm missing some. I know I'm missing some. But that's four right off the top of my head. For TV, there's there's the Emmys. There's daytime Emmys and primetime Emmys. Half of the Golden Globes. For movies, um, there's Critics' Choice, um, SAG, half the Golden Globes, and the Oscars. But do you see how easy I was able to list off all of those for the music and I had to think about the rest? That's something. Um, Lynn... um, Lynn um, Manuel Miranda wants to change. That he wants all five songs to be performed. And I'm with him. And I really hope that he succeeds in doing this. Because... I think it's very important that every single song... um, even if they're not going to win, even if there's no chance in hell that it's going to win, let people perform. Let, just let it happen. Each song is maybe five minutes, if that. You know, if you can't carve out 25 minutes, then there's a problem. And the problem is not whether or not you have a host or MC or whatever. The problem is just bad management. So I hope Lynn Manuel Miranda gets his way and every song is performed. I'm going to go and I'll be right back. And I'm back. So we're going to do a blind item, but we're going to change things up this time. And we're doing one from... 
um, crazy days and nights. Um, so if you want to read some of them, I will say Antilliary comes up with some of the best blinds. Some of them are non-blinds, um, but, but the longer ones are well worth the read. Um, this is one of the longer ones. It's from last week. It is called The Spy. This actor is probably a He can play serious or comic. When acting in comedy, he often plays second fiddle to someone higher on the list, but not nearly as good of an actor. Our actor owns a string of vacation rentals, focused primarily in resort locations around the country. Warm weather spots, tropical destinations, honeymoon destinations. According to an assistant who left the actor's employee about six weeks after almost a decade working for him, the actor has a huge secret. Each of the actor's properties has a security system installed, not just on the outside. The thing is, he makes sure to let everyone know who is potentially going to rent from him, but he buries it deep in the descriptions of the condos. The former assistant sent me sent one to me, and it reads, Surveillance or other recording devices on property. The property is equipped with a camera doorbell. There are also seven additional cameras, one in the backyard and two inside to monitor the front porch. In addition, there are uh, cameras monitoring each room for your safety. You really have to look to find this disclosure in his properties. The thing is, none of the guests have access to any of the video. It is not for their protection because they can't see it. Instead, it is for the actor who always looks at the photos of every potential guest and their profile and makes it a priority to let honeymooners rent. Our actor has thousands of hours of footage of guests having sex and has kept tabs on guests he found interesting. He has hooked up with several of them, but even they have no idea about the recordings he saw. And there were quite a few people on here who guessed John C. Riley, who's actually a fabulous guess. Um, but Mr. Cellophane, for those of you who watch Chicago, you know what that is. Um, I don't think is the right answer um, for this. I think it's actually Vince Vaughn. Now... I know someone's going to argue with me that Vince Vaughn is not second fiddle. Yes, he is. Um, in almost every successful movie he's been in, especially when it comes to comedies, um, he's always had second billing um, to Reese Witherspoon, to Jennifer Aniston, um, and uh, I'm trying to think of who else. Um, there, there's a few more he played second fiddle to. He's almost never top billed. And he's a decent enough actor. But the piece de resistance is the fact that he actually owns, publicly, it's publicly known he owns some rental properties. Um, so that makes him fit into this even better. 
as for what he does, it's probably... He gets from it being illegal by actually telling people and having them sign off on it. But even if it's legal, it's used on the skeevy side. You know, there are people making sex tapes that don't even know that they're making sex tapes. And, I mean, at least at this point, he's not posting them or anything, so it's not revenge porn. But it's just so sleazy, and I, I really hope that either he gets busted or he just decides to stop doing it because not cool. It, you know, it kind of reminds me of when um, people said that uh, Hugh Hefner dropped a bunch of his sex tapes into the ocean and people wanted to do a deep dive to find them. First of all, he probably didn't actually have them dropped into the ocean. Um, according to Indie Lawyer, there's a whole um, cellar full of sex tapes in the Playboy Mansion in a secret safe. Um, but we'll get into that later. For now, I'm going to go and I'll be right back. And I'm back. Um, at some point tomorrow, um, when I'm not dead tired and recording at 1 o'clock in the morning for some weird reason, I'm going to try to put together a deep dive on R. Kelly. Um... So, and when I do that, I'll probably have to record a a segment just to remind you guys. Because he's been the last segment in a lot of these, so I don't want there to be any confusion thinking, oh, every time I say cheers, um, the episode's over. Because it's going to happen a lot, probably. Um, Like I said, I'll I'll try to get that compilation together um, tomorrow for you guys. Um, Because there's just a lot of information, and I realize that. Um, and y'all really seem to like the compilations more, the Demi more, uh, the Demi, the Demi more, oh lord forgive me, the Demi Lovato one, um, blew up really big, the Brian Singer one is my most listened to of the week, and y'all know how much I recorded this week, um, so I'll try to get the R. Kelly one together for you, um, But Chili from TLC says, y'all can go done and mute R. Kelly, but she she done did that already. She did that in the 90s when he married Aaliyah. Um, and I, we've talked about this a little bit before. Aaliyah was only 15 years old when R. Kelly married her. And... And her parents signed off on it, but it just wasn't okay. And I don't know why um, people thought it was. It, it it just seems very weird to me that um, it was like, oh, here's this old ass man, and he's married to a fifteen year old, and it's okay because it makes sense somehow. It doesn't make no damn sense. Um, but Chili goes uh, a step further. 
and says, not only did she meet him, but she refused to do any collapse with him because of this. And, you know, first of all, I don't think this woman gets enough credit. Like, I love me some chili. I miss my TLC. Like, I, I still listen to Crazy Sexy Cool all the time. Um, I know Scrubs is my jam. But after Left Eye, um, I think it was Left Eye who passed, right? Um, yeah, after Left Eye passed, um, it just wasn't the same. Like, you can, you can replace her, you can get a girl in there. But it's not going to be TLC anymore. It's going to be the TLC wannabe band. And I mean, I get it. Like, these women are very talented. And they shouldn't have to put their careers on hold or in their career because their friend died. Um, but whatever. Um, this is not about them. This is about R. Kelly. So, Chili... Chili said, hey, look, you know, as soon as he married the child, I said I wasn't doing any collapse with him. And she stuck to it. And as you've seen, TLC is one of the best-selling girl groups of all time. You know, and the same can be said about Lady Gaga. Not that she's a girl group, but she's one of the best-selling female artists of all time. But when you look at her sales before and after... After she released her song with R. Kelly, she took a a big hit. Celine Dion did too. Now, people are going to tell me, oh, there's mitigating factors here. And maybe there is. Or maybe, just maybe, people look at these women and said, "You're, you're collaborating with a pedophile. We don't want to buy your music anymore. We don't want to support you anymore. And, you know, and, and that's fair. Um, at this point, I just think that there has to be some accountability for these people. Um, you know, again, I don't think that they should have to pay with their careers. And Lady Gaga made the right choice by pulling her collaborations. Um, and other people started pulling them, too. Um, but the question, I think, is... Did they do it too late? We're not going to answer that now. That's rhetorical. For now, I'm going to go. And I'm raising my martini glass to you and saying cheers.